Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by award-winning journalist, New York Times best-selling author of five books. She's written about history, culture, politics, and gender. Her latest project is The Sisterhood, The Secret History of Women at the CIA. We welcome Liza Mundy. Good morning. Liza, let's go beyond the mic. How did your love of English and writing take you from Princeton and Virginia <laughs> to the CIA? Okay, well, that, I have an answer to that. So my book before The Sisterhood is called Code Girls, and that was about women who were recruited during World War II to come to Washington to work as code breakers. And there were 10,000 of these women. And a lot of these women came, they were school teachers, and they came from states like Virginia and North Carolina and South Carolina. They came from my neck of the woods. And they were women who went to colleges in the, a part of the state that I'm very familiar with, many of them women's colleges at the time. And I've it was just fascinating for me in, in the Code Girls to report on their lives and, and what they contributed to their war. And I knew that there was a parallel group of women who were recruited during World War II uh, to serve in the OSS, the Office of Strategic Services, which was the, our first spy service created, uh, our first civilian spy service created after the surprise attack at Pearl Harbor. And there were many women uh, from my neck of the woods. The most prominent in the book is a woman named Eloise Page. And she was uh, instrumental to American spycraft during the war. And she hung on after the war uh, when, you know, women were told, you know, thanks, ladies, it's it's time to go home. Eloise Page hung on at, at what became the CIA. And she rose to become the first female station chief sent to an overseas station in the 1970s. And she was she was ruthless. She was widely feared in the halls of Langley. And she was, uh, you know, extraordinarily resourceful at, at collecting secrets. So uh, that's how I came to it. Secrecy is the code of the CIA. The controversial agency is, yep. well, misunderstood. Why was writing this book important for you? And was it hard to get clearance to even discuss parts of this agency? Yes. Uh, so I was, I myself am, have never been an employee of the agency. And so they, they didn't, they don't have any say over, over what I write, but uh, I did have to convince the women or the women had to assure themselves that they were able to talk about the, you know, extraordinary operations and, and their, their careers. And they did. And the thing is that, that CIA officers, uh, spies, if you will, live these extraordinary lives. They work undercover overseas. They have a double life. They're often posing as diplomats, working as diplomats during the day. And then they have this night job, which is their real job, a meeting with clandestine assets, foreign nationals who are passing them secrets. And, and they, they find themselves in these surreal settings. One of the women in my book working in Africa, uh, she had her safe house where she met with African assets was a pop-up trailer and she would park it in, you know, in a desert and they would come meet with her. And so you can, you know, this, this slender American woman in the 1970s and 80s just sort of sitting in this pop-up trailer in an African desert. So they had these, surreal lives and and so many many CIA officers have say an unfinished screenplay or memoir in their drawer to tell about the operations that they've run the secrets that they've elicited and just the extraordinary lives they've led and and the people I interviewed for my book you know they knew what they could tell me and what they couldn't they knew when they could reveal the name of the country where they were working and and when they had to you know be a little bit more general and say you know in a station in an African country but I think 
I think readers will be surprised because I was surprised that there really is a wealth of detail. The Sisterhood, The Secret History of Women at the CIA is the book. Liza Mundy is the author, and she joins us beyond the mic for The Rocky Nate. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind, Liza. There's no pressure. <laughs> Do you remember the last story you wrote on the sidelines on a soccer field or in the bleachers? Let's see. I certainly, I as a working parent, I certainly did plenty of work in the bleachers. Um, I don't know if I actually wrote any of my articles in the bleachers, but I've I've certainly written them on trains and in, in the middle of the night. That's for sure. Trains. That's good. <laughs> How long did it take you to narrate the audiobook? That took five days, uh, and it was uh, it was a wonderful experience actually getting to read aloud the scenes uh, that the way I'd heard them in, in my head, you know, for so many uh, months of writing. Which of your books is the one you hold closest to your heart before you released it? Oh, every every one. I, I uh, that that's a great question. You know, Code Girls was my first foray into writing about women and intelligence. Um, I hold that close to my heart. But yeah, boy, every everyone as they're, as they're going out in the world, you know, yeah. What's the one thing you can't depend on your husband, Bill Nye, to do? <laughs> uh, write, write my books for me. <laughs> he's he great at making coffee, though. He's great at bringing me coffee. And he's an engineer, and so he's great at adjusting my desk and making my workplace more well-functioning. Which of these women you write about in the sisterhood do you relate to the most? Gosh, that's a great question. I think, uh, I think probably Lisa Harper. Where was your favorite place to think at the Washington Post offices? Well, uh, you know, a lot of people don't come. To, I, I'm no longer at the Washington Post, and so, but when I was there. I don't know. I mean, thinking in the newsroom with sort of the general hubbub of your of your colleagues in cubicles back when everybody worked in the office, you know, you could really get a lot of thinking done just while the the murmur of other people's conversations was going on. What's the one thing that's at the top, the very top of your bucket list on the top of my bucket list? would be trying to get overseas, take a vacation overseas. I, I guess I'm one of the few people who hasn't traveled abroad since the pandemic. And Really like to get out and do some more hiking this year and and travel. How about your favorite exhibit at the International Spy Museum? Well, uh, gosh, they do have an exhibit on, or well, the women are sprinkled about. That's that's a great question. The gadgets, everybody loves the gadgets, uh, and so you know the various microphones and cameras and and secret agent type gadgets that that are at the exhibit are always the most fun part of it. It's time for one big question with Liza Mundy, author of The Sisterhood: The Secret History of Women at the CIA Beyond the Mic. Liza, what's the biggest impact you've discovered in your research about women in the CIA and? What they've made to protect America. That they routinely collected secrets, you know, that would be passed to the to the American president that nobody else could have gotten. But I also want to make the point that there's there was a cohort of women working in the in the book who who spotted the threat of Al Qaeda and spotted the threat of Osama bin Laden years before the attacks of 9-11. And they had trouble getting their voices heard in the building because being inconspicuous and underestimated is an advantage. When you're a spy moving around the street overseas and you don't want to be, you know, attract surveillance, but being underestimated as women still were in the 1990s in the building at headquarters was a hardship for for women who who spotted this new threat on the horizon. Her husband, Bill Nye, won't write her books, but is great at making coffee, loves to drink wine at book clubs. The Sisterhood, The Secret History of Women at the CIA is the book. Liza Mundy, 
Thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic Shortcut. <laughs>